The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to the second pilot presentation of High Tea with Carla Stilwell, exclusively on poppychuloradio.com, Poppychulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Monday, September 26th in the year of our Lord, 2016, and I am your hostess, Carla Stilwell. During tonight's second pre- pilot presentation, you are going to get a sample of what High Tea will offer once we premiere on a week from today, October 3rd, 2016. Yeah. Oh, yes. High Tea is your new home for the biggest stories in politics, black issues, women's issues, and pop culturalization. I said it. I make up words whenever I feel like it because it's my <laughs> damn it show. <laughs> Allow myself to introduce my co-hostesses with the most assists, Tamara Anderson. Hey, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Where they do that at? Who sings the unofficial theme song for <laughs> IT with Carla Silwell. And um, my new best girlfriend, Dame Day, or as I call her, the Double D. Oh, yes. Hey, everybody. Hi. I'm happy to be here. Super excited. And the lovely and incomparable butterscotch wonder, tasty <laughs> peanut butter treat, coffee with delicious cream, Makayla Blaze. 2016, light skinned is back in. Tyler <laughs> has single-handedly brought light skin back. I appreciate it. It's happening right now. It's happening right now. Thank it takes you. it takes all shades to make a full <laughs> chocolate bar. Yes, it does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Say it like you mean it. Uh, <laughs> before we begin, here are a few reminders on how you can interact with the show via social media. You can download tonight's episode through iTunes. Just search for High Tea with Carla Stilwell and subscribe. You will also be able to download the entire High Tea library via poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Follow Poppychulo Radio on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at Poppy Chulo Radio. Support. What's that word? Support. Hi, T and Poppy Chulo Radio by going to <laughs> gofundme.com forward slash Poppy Chulo Radio. 
and if you are interested, if you hear these lovely conversations and you're like, hey, I want to do that groovy shit these girls are doing on air, please um, visit Poppy Chulo Radio team uh, to join Poppy Chulo's radio on air team and personalities, blog, contributor, everything at um, you can email talent at poppychuloradio.com. So, are you ready, ladies? Because we have a lot to get done in just one hour. Mm-hmm. Got it. Let's do it. So, we are going to do our first um, section of the evening, which I like to call the first sips. So, get your tea ready. I have had a day that is aggravating. So, I'm foregoing tea and I'm Wine. drinking. Well, thank you. It's wine. I'm drinking um, a pecan uh, liqueur. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, my next move is rum. So, get your beverage. I thought it was called high tea, so I went a totally different route. But we don't <laughs> she right went now. for that for the first part of it. <laughs> I'm down with high tea as well. Because for the high part. Good job. I'm coming over. <laughs> Don't worry. Carla usually has a hot toddy disguised as a tea. Yeah, but today mm-hmm. I just went for the toddy. I didn't need the hot. <laughs> Let's like, I just wanted the bourbon bullet. <laughs> I forgot. I just forwent the tea this time. Um, so let's get into it right now as we speak, as we are talking on this device. The uh, first presidential debate is happening. Mm, mm. I'm so mad that I'm missing it. This is like... But here, I brought this up because I'm bringing the good news. I'm coming in with the good news. First of all, Bloomberg.com and Bloomberg Mm -hmm. Television is doing the shadiest shit that has ever happened in the history of um, politics. They will be not only showing the debate, but they will be doing a minute-to-minute in-time fact check mm-hmm. of everything yeah. that comes yeah. out of people's mouths. And the fact check is going to be like pop-up video. Remember pop-up video? It's going to be pop-up <laughs> fact checks. Mm. This is not true. This is not true. I love this it. This is really not true. This well, it's going to be true. all of, it's just going to be bing, bing, I know, bing, of lies. That's politics. You won't even see the people on there. It'll just be bubble <laughs> after bubble after bubble. Lies, just lies. Lies upon lies upon fairy lies. <laughs> fairy lies, lies. Not fairy lies. That's not like somebody, somebody grandmama told you that. Your grandmama used to tell you it's not like fairy lies, huh? Fairy lies. Unicorn lies. Unicorn and dragon breath lies. Unicorn and dragon breath that's one. This is your new uncle Bobby. Um, that's a fairy. Uncle, with quotation marks. Because <laughs> that ain't your uncle. And mm-hmm. he ain't long, you might as well just call him Mister. That's a Mister. That's not an uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm really worried. I'm really worried because I think um, Trump is going to. I mean, Trump does TV. He knows how to do good TV, right? Mm-hmm. So. And Hillary has the personality of, I always describe her as 
that I, this is it. She's that lady you meet in the schoolyard who is like super organized. She's on all the clubs. She is awesome. You love her because she's coordinating all the stuff that you don't want to do. Um, but then she's like, yeah, so, you know, let's go grab a glass of wine or something later. And nobody wants to go with her. And you're like, oh, but my clothes are in the washing machine. So. <laughs> so I have to I go have, home. I have to, to right now. If I don't get to that one toenail right now, it's really going <laughs> to bother me for the oh rest of the day. So like right. Hillary. Yeah, no, Bloomberg. no, go. Go, go. Oh, no, Sam, Bloomberg already actually um, predicted that she is like one of the most like honest like she's a very honest person she has a tendency to say very honest things out of her mouth so it'll be really interesting to see like this what this fact check as it goes on as it continues and, and to throw into that politico um is also doing live tweet fact checks right. so <laughs> you can be on twitter right now and um, get it together and see how many lies Donald Trump is telling. So here's here's my concern. Okay. Um, I share the concern that you know he's a he's a TV personality. He's a reality star, so he knows how to be blusterous. Um, but you know it's like Donna Brazile said. Donna Brazile said a few weeks ago, um, Donald Trump running for president is like watching a bear dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She was like, your, the bear is not dancing well. The bear is never going to dance well. But you're, you're dancing. just amazed that it's dancing. That the bear is dancing. <laughs> you're like, wow, Here's, without a tutu and everything. You're like, like, like this bear is what's up. This bear is getting Just because it's dancing. like, And that's exactly what he is. He's loud. He's belligerent. He's a mess. But he's out there. He's out mm-hmm. there. But my... I, and I never purport to be anybody's politics aficionado. Like, they're all lying to me. All of them <laughs> are lying. All, everybody. So it is what it is. But what what are we watching for? Like, we know that he lies. We know that. Oh, my God. And yeah. we know that she has the personality of paint drying. Like, we know these things. Like, blue. Like... Yeah. Like, it's actually, remember when you were a kid and you used to put, like, glue in your hands and roll it and, like, pick it off? Like, that's actually more entertaining than watching a lot of what Hillary, like, it is what it is. And we kind of know what it is. So, it's, I don't know. I A lot of people are all on watching it, but I know that it's going to be chock full of lies and boredom. But, you well, know. Well, I don't know. Because I really, so, so, I, so I'm going to counter here. I actually do like watching Hillary speak clutch to pearls and I think <laughs> it has a lot a to do too. right literally <laughs> I think it literally has to do with the fact that she's so stripped down like I think um Michaela's your the description of like that organized person so she's the person you want in book club too because like in book club, mm-hmm. she'll bring out all the really good stuff because she has put you no know, underline all the important things to start that jump start a real conversation. The history of the book, the context. Right, the book, and so are. right, so the nerd part of my brain likes to listen to her speak, like likes mm-hmm. to listen, and I will say that. But the 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 the, the visceral part of my brain that wants to see something like be utterly amazed and do flip flops, that's not you know that's not what that is. But that's in right. this election, 
with him, I just think the fact that he's so he has done things that I that are so illegal and continue to do stuff that's so illegal. And he's still like going to be on the ballot. Like there's no like nobody's going to come in like House of Cards and say we we're just joking. Here's a real candidate. Like this is what's really happening. And I think in that sense, in this particular election, I think it's kind of nice to not see the bear dancing. It's kind of nice to like just hear what may be a semblance of a plan you may have. And the thing with her plan is it's really no different than when she was like first lady and she was going around to all the colleges. Like she came to U of I and spoke and when I was there and a lot of her things that she's talking about now is the same. Like they're very similar. These are things that she has always been very committed to education, healthcare, especially healthcare for women. Huge, 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 huge. That's a big, 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 big thing for but, her. But and I so, mean, yeah. I, I, I'm going to just jump in real, real quick because yeah. we're going to have to keep moving. But here's the thing about her, too. Um, the problem with her is millennials hear dog whistle things and they don't listen for the whole mm-hmm. story. So right. the reason these debates are important um, is not for us. It's not for anybody on this phone. Mm-hmm. Like, we all get it. <laughs> like you said tomorrow right. every, everybody on here is a nerd like we right. listen that's who we are that's why we're all that's why i picked all of you to be on this show so Aww. like that's so that's happening uh but there are millennials and there are people our age and older who just don't listen and Ooh. we'll talk about this later on and when we get into my other section about the po- politics of today Um, There are people that just don't pay attention. And so what they need to see and the reason these debates are important, everybody's like clamoring to get to the debates is because they've been listening to bullshit. They've been listening to the word email for 300 damn years. (laughs) They've been listening. They've been listening to she said uh, a predator. She said super predator. She said that in 1996. She's apologized 12 times. So can we stop talking about it? Like. But this is the time for her to be steady and steadfast and to be her boring ass self that lets the lets people know, yes, I'm a soccer mom. I'm not even that exciting. I'm actually a chess mom. And <laughs> I won't blow up the world. Right. I, I mean, I hope so. I think she's been talking policy this whole time. I think she's been she talking about the world. Yes, she, she has and, been. And, and this is the thing: is that there's no rah-rah to her. That's that's why she hasn't really gained any momentum. She has been, and this is. Um, so I work on different political campaigns, and it's constantly a balance in terms of the electorate in giving them information that they need to understand. Um, what your plan is, but also people vote with um, their hearts, right? They vote for people they like, even right. if mm-hmm. like, there's a, if you were to talk to a bunch of Trump supporters, a lot of what he says, they don't even agree with, but they like him. He's not an established politician. He's an outsider. He's saying whatever he feels, even if they don't agree with him hundred percent, they like him. And that's why they're voting for him. And that's why Hillary's having such a hard time because she is not immediately likable. 
So well, we'll see how it goes. I can't wait. And it's, um, and it's also like that double indemnity that follows women too, like women who look a certain way. Like she also has that too. Like that's because he was like steeped in misogyny. This and her entire problem is because people hate women. And I know it. I know it just like I know it when I say they hate black people. This is it's a black issue. It's the same way that I know that there's so much misogyny in this campaign. It's not even fun because racism and also misogyny. Let's um, keep it stepping real quick because we have these two police murders. I just Hmm. call them lynchings because that's what they are that went on last week in the United States. Um, we had Terrence Crutcher in Tulsa, Oklahoma, who was, uh, walking with his hands up toward his car and was tased and then shot while the helicopter, um, police, the police helicopter, um, operator described him as looking like a bad dude. (laughs) Um, his, um, assailant. Officer Betty Shelby um, claimed that she felt threatened and said that they found they said they found PCP in his car. And my thing is, hey, was this the 70s? Like, did we go back? Like, who does PCP now? But that's just my drug. Like, oh, no, PCP happens in DC, Maryland and Virginia Mm -hmm. and California. It See, happens. I no, I needed to know because you know in Chicago, it's PCP is not a thing that happens to us. It's so. a long-standing thing. But let me tell you this because I've, I've I've had to navigate very carefully around these things that have been happening, mm-hmm. and w- with them saying that PCP was found, he was already shot by the time they went in this car and went and um, even if they found the say. PCP, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Like I, I saw a meme that said, "I don't give a damn if they found Jabonay Ramsey in the car. Like you went in the car after you Ooh, shot him, and that's so valid. Found, like, found a mess. like, like, like it, was after, it doesn't matter. It was, it was after you did that, and I've had to really right. navigate very carefully around this with some self care in place because um, trauma, mm. PTSD is it's very real, and when we keep seeing mm-hmm. our brothers and uncles and fathers and cousins and our men being shot in the street when and, and just murdered and like you said lynched when we see that it's really hard to watch and to digest and all of these things but there's really no way around it they're being killed they're being they're hunted and they're hunted. not being held their their murders are not being held accountable even with Shelby the broad or whatever like her they're they've charged her and they've charged her more quickly than typically but mm-hmm. in what manslaughter there carries like She's four years in. or something like that the minimum but is four years for the minimum is four one. years you think they're not going to give her time served and probation and this and that and the right. other and the absolute base minimum of it like all of these things it's just no way to slice it and there's there is yeah. there's just I don't even know what to say about it because he it's like, what else can you four. say? He was a father of four. He was a college student. He was the music minister at his church. Mm-hmm. He just living. He just was trying just to do all the right life. things. He was just living and, and, had, and, and had a disabled car. Like it makes you think about disabled cars. We've all had disabled cars on the side of the road by ourselves. Child, my truck and might you, break down you tomorrow. See, 
exactly. And you see the police coming and you're like, oh, this is how I'm going to get through this. But you might not survive it. And, you know, it's it's um, so that that's going on. But we have to say that a couple of things went well in that case. Um, the Tulsa police did not hide um, the video, the dash cam and the helicopter video. They showed it. They showed it all as quickly as possible. I think within 48 hours. That's a um, good point. That's a so, good point. So, because so they that, know that we're ready to burn this shit down. They so, better have done something. Well, <laughs> let's move to North Carolina because it, it, clearly everybody don't know that shit's gonna get caught on fire. Uh, so mm. then, uh, the next day, I believe Keith Lamont, uh, Scott was murdered mm-hmm. in front of his home, in front of his wife, um, in a right to carry state in a right to carry state, supposedly for having a gun. Um, then of course, some marijuana cigarette appeared and I'm sorry, I'm still waiting for them to find me the violent weed head. Now, I'm not going to tell all my business on this podcast, but I am <laughs> intimately familiar with marijuana and all of my words. Hi, It's like I usually see a calm person. And, and he was holstered. His weapon was holstered. Wait, wait a minute. Let me stop this right here. I got to stop you because that holster they showed, that gun they showed, and that weed they showed, neither one of them was near his. or on the body. They nope. showed separate photographs with mm-hmm. evidence markers where that and stuff video. had been moved. Yeah, but what I'm saying, though, in a right to carry state, if your weapon is holstered, that is not probable cause to that draw not, a weapon on not. them. It was not. That, I mean, because right to carry states, that's the rule. The rule is everybody got a holster. Everybody's holstering. Everybody's carrying. But if they don't draw it out and are waving it around like Christmas, it is not probable cause or do it's, it's, there's no um, reason for you to draw upon them. But so, don't worry, ladies. You know, I'm sure the NRA will be out um, in full force supporting this man and making sure there's justice for his life being taken because they're all about the right to carry arms. So I'm sure, I'm sure there will be a protest on his <laughs> From I know, I know. Laugh Girl, I almost rolled under a U-Haul truck that went by. I thought it was going to hit me. I thought it was like in a dream state. I just tasted your sarcasm. Like it was in my mouth. It was on my tongue. Like, I felt like unicorns and Ouija boards were going to start appearing. <laughs> I was like, oh, what's this? Am I in like an alternate state? Was somebody saying something about a pro? A what? A, a so, what? so the police um, in North Carolina um, gave this this nabby pamby ass explanation. Uh, we saw her smoking weed, and we was like, nah, that ain't that was not enough to arrest him. But then he just looked over at us and whipped out a gun. It was like, look, bitches. And then we drove away and put on our police vest. And then we came back and we was like, you are violating the law. And then he got out like John Wayne and shit. And then we had to take him out because that's literally like what their statement said. The statement sounded like a bad, it sounded like those suburb statements my aunt used to give. She's a public defender and she would literally tell the judge, the judge was like, why are you objecting? She's like, well, I'm just wondering if they're ever going to say the statement that was collected. You know, yeah. that's like, it's, this is, I just wonder if they're going to lie. I need them to lie together. That's, that's, that's it. That's all. 
that's you know that's all it is so that state that case is ongoing will be ongoing um people in north carolina and atlanta and other cities are protesting right now because it's all some bullshit black hashtag black lives matter if you're listening to this show that's where we all stand so this (laughs) this is what you're gonna hear every week until those people are put in jail for these murders um and hats off to um mr um scott's wife Mm, mm -hmm. because to have the presence of mind in that situation to continue to videotape, record, and to be steady, watching Especially your Especially when they penalize those people. Exactly. They penalize you when you record it. Um, oh, and I don't know if we all on the phone know this, but October 1st, um, North Carolina's governor, that piece of shit, we'll talk about him in a minute, um, <laughs> is, uh, uh, and the, the state legislature is passing the law that it is that the police do not have to release any of their dash cam or body cam videos to the public ever. They already haven't been doing it. They say that it malfunctioned and they don't release that shit no ways. So right, now guess, you're making it a state right. Now you're making it a state law. And that governor is the worst. He is. So oh, I mean, I guess my thing is, hey, at least they're transparent with their bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. I guess we're okay because they're going to do the same thing anyways, which is terribly unfortunate. But think about it. Think about how many cases. Oh, the the cameras malfunction, and the ones where they use the cameras, it was there, like Eric Garner, and it didn't matter anyways. They don't care. And the gentleman that did that, that made the video, is still in jail. And yeah, they, they locked him up. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> They're so, like, what? Mm-mm. Body cams, other cams, all the cams. They don't care. They don't give two shits. Mm-hmm. So we are going to get, because this is a big part. Like, I, I was so mad this week. It was just ridiculous. So let's move on to something. A bright, shining beacon of light in our nation's history. The opening of the Smithsonian Museum for Black African American Negro colored history. Open the blacksmiths, the Blacksonian. The Blacksmithsonian. I cannot Opened, wait. Open this weekend on Saturday was the official grand opening. Our president, the president, Reverend Dr. Deacon Barack Hussein Obama, gave these opening speeches. It was magnificent, and I cannot think of the woman's name. I think her last name is Bonner. The 99-year-old mm. woman. The 90 year old A former was, slave. Uh, his, her grand, her father. Grand, her grand grandfather. Mm-hmm. Her, her grandfather. Father. Her father had been born mm-hmm. in slavery. Um, mm-hmm. She was her and her seven-year-old granddaughter, along with her son and grandson, were the ones that rang the freedom bell that... Mm. Um, it's from one of the oldest churches, black churches in the nation. Um, uh, ring the bell. Lift every voice and sing here, please. Yes. Lift every <laughs> voice and sing. Till up and heaven ring. I, I don't want like... any parts of that from me. <laughs> no I was like, what happened to our three-part mm-hmm. harmony? It was like two-part mm-hmm. harmony. Exactly. It was like two and a half. 
You have It's going to be real deep and husky and almost baritone. Y'all don't want no parts of that from me. Listen, That's good. We need some tenna. It's Baritone. It's going to be deep. deep. <laughs> you don't want that. It's not going It's not going to mix well. But I'm there in spirit with you. I'm humming. I'm humming. See, See, that's not going to blend with the pretty things that y'all was doing. Y'all don't want no parts of that. <laughs> so you don't want to Mahalia, Mahalia Jackson with it. Mahalia. I love it. So that was Amazeballs. It was, um, it is now. And if you want tickets, make sure you call. You could actually get tickets better if you call than if you go online. Because I was able to get 50 tickets by calling as opposed to going online. Well, tomorrow, let me tell you something about you. You, you <laughs> ticket having MFs. Uh, the the tickets are are reserved out for the entire year this right, year to January till January. So I'm gonna have to January first. I'm gonna have to stay hovering over the daggone uh, <laughs> over my laptop like, hope these motherfuckers don't get all the black tickets. <laughs> I'm trying to go for my birthday in March. That actually might be a good time to go though because I feel like. It's, it's after Black History Month. It'll be a good time. Mikaela, when you were um, oh hey guys, Mikaela, real quick, tell them about your um encounter with President uh, Reverend Dr. Barack Hussein Obama speaking <laughs> at the CBC. Mm-hmm. I was at the uh, Congressional Black Caucus annual event last week. Um, oh, I love it. It was mm-hmm. great. I got tickets at the very last minute and I had to go to rent the runway and find me a ball gown two hours before showtime. Um, oh. But I was able to pull it off. It was fabulous. And he was great. He, You know, um, that's where he did the speech that people are using a small clip of it and they're talking about, you know, he was saying, if you want to continue my legacy, um, vote for Hillary. But that was that little chunk was taken out of context. He was mm. really talking about all the policies that he had put forth. If you care about health care, if you care about women's rights, if you get sort of if you want to continue the work that we've done, vote for Hillary. But I got to tell you, in all honesty, um, there wasn't a ton of enthusiasm once again in the room for her. Um mm. He is, you know, obviously our president, so it was rip-roaring loads of fun, but she uh, she actually spoke before he did, and it was, it was, it was um, cheerful applause, I would say. Not, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't as bad as, like, just polite applause. It was a little, like, one step over polite applause. Like, obligatory. Um, just, we have was. to kind of clap here. There was no enthusiasm. She came out with some good talking points. And she is saying that I just, it, again, it goes to her charisma factor. And I would have to say, um, and I'm hardly the fashion police. And I know that women shouldn't be judged by the way they're dressed and so forth. However, she mm-hmm. had on one of these jackets. And I know you've seen her in them if, you, if you've seen her. It wasn't the pantsuit. It was like, it's a jacket that looks like a bell. Um, right, she loves those. Those like, mm-hmm. it, like those like, pale, like I yeah. saw that mm-hmm. way around and her and it goes pants. up her neck. Right, and mm-hmm. the pants weren't like the pants and the shoes weren't fabulous. Like the jacket would have been like a grandmother outfit, right? Not only that, but it is very like like 
like a like a like a force field around her almost saying stay away from me it's like a like a like mm -hmm. <laughs> encapsulated in something that makes her seem very unapproachable I, it wasn't mm -hmm. like and it's an evening event there was wine on the table um there they had just done all these awards for all these fantastic people doing all these fantastic things um they even acknowledged the dude who gave uh 20 million dollars to the um smithsonian i can't remember his name mm -hmm. um but it was a night of stars um uh noah what's his name noah travis or travis noah i always get his name confused um no oh. trevor noah trevor, trevor noah. noah i love him he was the i love host. him very much um, and he was adorable as always. And yes. um, what's the, the other one? The other Destiny Chow one? Uh, Kelly Rollins. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hate mm -hmm. to call her the other one. And I don't even remember the third one, but I, that, I'm ignorant like that. Michelle. So, <laughs> so but I just felt like even her clothing made her feel like um, get away from me or not get away from me, but like if you hug me, it's going to feel like you're squeezing steel oh god like a bell so yeah. like a bell but, I, um, but i have to say all her talking points were good she looked and this is still she's coming off of that um flu she had she looked a little bit you know run down um but uh barack came back and he picked up the the pace obviously and it was a he, he did a wonderful job speaking uh, um it was a wonderful night the after parties were spectacular so uh it is time for us to talk about these next sections um i'm calling this section finger sandwiches we've started off with a little tea so let's get into the snack portion of our show I am going to attempt to make a case for systemic racism because people keep acting like these police murders and all of this foolishness is coming out of nowhere. I keep hearing this foolery come out of Republicans mouths about how you black people have been taken advantage of by Democrats. They are the reason that you are in the position you are in. And why not Trump? So let's talk about it. I read. I don't um, like his hair. I don't like I'm his playing, life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing. I, but no, really, I don't like his life. I don't like his wife. You I know, like him as a kids. person. I don't. Oh, yeah, there. that's real, real ah. creepy. Oh. And I don't like the fact that every time he makes he speaks, it looks like a piece of shit is gonna come out because his mouth actually looks like an asshole. But like after oh. anal, <laughs> asshole after anal. Like, yes, it looks like a stretched out mm. asshole. It's gross. Mm. Um, so I'm reading this um, story in the Washington Post about American gun rights are for whites mm. only. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> and mm. this, this story was um, precipitated, like um, one of you girls just mentioned um, about, uh, I think it was tomorrow, about Keith uh, Scott Lamont, uh, Keith Lamont Scott carrying a gun in an open carry right. in a precarious mm -hmm. state right. and being accused of and being murdered because he had a gun. Um, not that he was committing a criminal act, but the mere fact that the police saw one. So then my nerd brain got active. So I'm like, wait a minute. 
these I, I need to talk I need to get into these states for a second and see what we're dealing with all right so out of the 50 states in the United States 31 states are currently run by Republicans mm-hmm. 18 by Democrats and one independent right so let's talk about some of what these mofos have said. <laughs> Doug Ducey. Uh, he is the, oh God, where is he? The Democrat. He's, um, I forget which state he's from. I'm sorry. Cause I, I, I must've deleted it in my notes, but he says, um, he signed a bill in his state. Uh, education bill requiring high school students to pass the U.S. citizen test in order. Oh, this is Arizona. Right, Arizona. High school students to pass a U.S. citizen's test in order to graduate, making Arizona the first state to require this. Huh, right? Arizona, border town. Citizen test. What, what does that involve? I can't even imagine what that could possibly especially the especially the fact that eighty percent of our current Senate and House of Representatives failed any sort of history civics test that was given to them. The average score was sixty five percent. So unless that's gonna be the bar, I don't know if you should make somebody pass it who really isn't even from here. The people who are representing us getting six figures a year who we vote into office, that average the way they do on the average civics test is a 65%. Okay, so I worked for this bootleg airline for about, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. And mm. it was, they did the Apple vacation. They were a charter airline that flew people for Apple vacations. And without fail, and you know, people, um, they're, they're going to Jamaica, they're going to, you know, these little um, feeling hot, hot, hot sort of Caribbean mm-hmm. locations. Um, and and so they would have to fill out the d- duty-free form. And mm-hmm. when it came to nationality, at least every flight, um, there was at least three to five people who were like, for nationality, what do I put? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, okay, so the root word is... <laughs> And then they'd go, okay, so do I put white or Polish? Oh, okay, let's start all over. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. What right. nation are you from? Right. It's moments of silence. I mean, so I that's, I, the, six, that's the 45% that can't right. pass the civic <laughs> test. Right. But, that's like the first question What is nationality? Right. They, so let's move on. Rick Scott of Florida. We oh, all don't support his, his punk oh. ass support. Stand your ground, right? This is a big thing for him. Let's talk about our uh, those of us who are from Chicago. Our um, Republican governor Bruce Rauner, that sweaty ass nutsack, um, held up signing, refused to sign a budget and work with state legislator, and ended up bankrupting. Um actual state schools mm-hmm. uh, uh, and defunding all early childhood um, education and child care in our state. Let's talk about this other nasty, sweaty ass old pair of boxer shorts who is currently on the ticket to be 
um, our vice president, Mike Pence, who mm-hmm. has sought to defund Planned Parenthood and opposes birthright citizenship. Mm-hmm. Oh, and my favorite mofo, Paul LePage in Maine, said that black men are coming to Maine to sell drugs and sleep with white women in an interview. And when he was challenged by a councilman, he threatened his life. Uh, and then there's Chris Christie. Oh, New Jersey. Oh, please. No. <sighs> Currently on trial for Bridgegate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the prevailing theory was that the lane closures were co- re- retribution against Fort Lee's mayor. Of course they were. For, he for, for failing to endorse uh, Christie. Yeah, he's like a mob boss. He is like <laughs> Tony Soprano in New Jersey. It's ridiculous. Like, New Jersey was completely had a balanced budget under their former governor, when they had their Democratic governor. The schools were at a robust, the teachers were actually not having to be laid off every summer, because that's a big thing in Jersey. We lay you off in the summer so we don't have to pay you, then we hire you back in September. We let that go. The guy, the guy who couldn't see? Right, but he could balance the budget. So <laughs> I would, I think I'm fine with him not seeing because this motherfucker can see all types of stuff, including the food in front of his plate and other plates. But he can't count or add. Like, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is basic math. This is not algebra two. This is addition. You know what I'm saying? Addition, subtraction. Like, what are we doing? So then there's Pat McCory, McCory. Um, of North Kakalaki said in a press conference Friday in regards to the police shooting of Keith Lamont Scott, absolutely nothing. He spoke about the flood damage in the state. He thanked the National Guard for protecting property in Charlotte, but said nothing about Mr. Scott, his wife's video, or the Scott family. Nope. So this is just a sample, right, of what um, some of the Republican governors have um, espoused, spewed, or done to um, undermine citizens' rights. That's right. So, so then I get to, you know, on my nerd hamster wheel, and I start thinking about, well, how did all these fuckers get in office? Because mm, we don't vote. How the how is it that we have voted for a Democratic president for eight years in this nation, but we don't have enough Democrats in the nation to um, vote for um, uh, Democratic governors? So then I start thinking about voter registration laws. Mm-hmm. That's been gutted. Yeah, there's a voter suppression, and uh, in Chicago, we vote. Black people vote, and we are yeah, afford- but lo- but local elections is always on average less than thirty percent turnout. Um, I not in Chicago, for in particularly it in is, the black communities. It might yeah, be overall, it is, but in the black communities, we come out. It's serious. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree with that. But since moving to the East Coast, where a lot of this stuff has happened, a lot of those states 
you have low voter turnout for for local elections across the board. Like when you look at the numbers, the governor election is kind of like a presidential election, so people do come out. But he's still not the most important puzzle piece. What's important is who is going to veto and approve his laws, right? So we have a tendency to not really come out for like state legislatures, for judges, and you still have some states that um, have appointed judges and have elected judges. So that's still thing. You have you still have school districts that have a have appointed you know electorals like the mayoral controllers in Chicago, or right. um or like in Pens in Philadelphia, we're under complete state control. So our whole school reform commission is three appointed by the governor and two appointed by the mayor, and nothing you know we don't have any say in anything, and we don't have any um taxation um say either for our school district. So that is like all of those things like those discrepancies is is really what i think leads to this huge trickle down and rabbit say, hole we, we come out but i don't think we're the most informed i mean so i've run judicial yes. and right. i sometimes tell people your name your name ain't gonna get you anywhere right so we it depends on what their name is it depends on how many other people are in the race if it's two dudes and a woman the woman's going to win. You know, yeah. like it's sometimes a numbers game. And I I was guilty about it before I started to inform myself. I'd be like picking people who sounded black. Her name is mm -hmm. Harris. Her name is. Oh, we, oh, we actually have picked people who were who were actually um, turned down by the 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 bar association. The bar association. Like I have seen I have seen people vote people who were rejected by the bar association. And I was like, dude, you know, the bar association does these free um uh uh like surveys and and, yeah, and vetting for yeah. everybody. So it's like you can go on there and look at it for free. And I literally will go vote for people, maybe two people know that that exists. Like they literally go there and pick people out of a hat. And in places like Illinois where you can actually vote you know, I, I used to tell my felon friends, you know, all the judges who shouldn't be on the bench because you see them all the time. Right. You should you go out and leap. You can inform people. But, but, here's the, but here's the, I'm sorry, ladies, but we're getting into uh, the, the conversation about local government at the very local level. But I think that there are there's some real fishy shit happening at the state level. Redistrict the redistricting that happens in these states. You mean is gerrymandering? The gerrymandering that happens in these right. states, um, and I know it has happened in Illinois on in the past fifteen years consistently. That when the sitting Republicans see that their uh, demographic is shifting and that things might not be, you know, falling for them in the numbers, they just redistrict and move the things around and move boundaries around and fuck with people's voting rights mm -hmm. so there so, i mean we i think topic though as what has the democratic party done for black people um i think it's an interesting discussion it's an excellent talking point because the truth mm -hmm. of the matter is in a lot of elections um people aren't even spending money in the black community to promote their candidates because Black people always vote Democrat, right? And so they don't even, I don't think we're even, we're participating in, in, in the full process. No, because we're not. we always vote Democrat. And I've 
talk to people and I, I've, you know, knock doors and all this and they'll say, is that a Democrat? Okay. And they just sign off. They don't want to hear anything else about mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. Are they black? Are they a Democrat? Cool. Sign me up. And they don't know Which- who they're voting for. I'm not saying that the Republican Party is the answer by any means, but I just am concerned that the Democratic Party, obviously, I feel, has not been as responsive as they should be, considering that we are such a consistent voting bloc. And And also, the Democratic Party has moved so far to the right, too. Like, the the, the Republican Party has moved so far right that it's off the scale. So it makes the Democratic Party look like it's not moving at all. But we have moved... Like the Democratic Party has moved far right too, has moved middle right. Like there's nobody on the left except for like the third party and Jill Stein. Like I basically like on the right exists the Democratic and Republican Party. Because if you look at some of the things side by side, there's not a lot of movement. There's not a lot of movement even, um, even well, we're talking about the state, but there's not a lot of movement federal government wise either, but that's a whole different conversation. So state wise, even when, you know, unless there's a huge grassroots push for a governor, like that one, I forget what state that has an independent person. That was a huge grassroots push for that person to be in that state. Like I remember, you know, the conversations about it and stuff like that. If everybody's just kind of going with the status quo and not a- asking real questions and not really looking at the bottom line, you know, looking at your own paycheck, for example, you know, if it looks the same as it did 10, 15 years ago, you know, we're not moving. In a certain direction. That's right. You know, and, right. And, and 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 I think those are the questions that are not always asked. For example, the same day that the Voters' Right Act was gutted, which I knew was going to eviscerate through the states, was the same day that the um, Marriage Equality Act was passed. So the media just swept that. They're like, "Woo, this is great news. And I'm not saying this isn't great news. But on the same day, a really... Um, uh, the part, the most important part of the act, which is why Sotomayor and, um, oh my God, what's the other one's name? Sotomayor and, because uh, they voted no, um, wrote that dissent against it, said that, you know, this is a sad day. Something that should have never been touched and ever was like tampered with and not just tampered with but completely hold out to give the states carte blanche you That's know right. that is the section where people got killed for you know the other sections were like to support that section but section three was the meat and potatoes of that act it is what held that act together well it's gone listen we have to we are coming to a close of this deeply interesting and necessary discussion so i want to close with um some food for thoughts with a nice last bite of the finger sandwich for our um listeners here's my question and i'm going to throw it to Michaela first and then you other two ladies pick up we only have like a minute apiece to get this done what needs to happen in the next four years to create a viable third party option for U.S. citizens. Ooh. Who'll be coming informed. I've, I, absolutely. It's about information. And I think, you know, Bernie did a lot to have people maybe ask a few additional questions. Um, and he might even be the champion of it. He's He's been independent. He only did became a Democrat just to run for president. Um, 
but I think people are a little bit more motivated and and you know there's a big push about outsiders there's a big push about not being um accepting the establishment um so I think that the the ground is laid for it um but the green party or whoever it is the third party folks need to start locally similar to the tea party um which the republicans just ate up but um it would have to be a movement like it would have to be something similar where they really get people thinking and um just like i, I think it tomorrow just said they would need to get way more informed and engaged in the conversation mm-hmm. Um, but I, they would need a platform too. They they need a few rallying mm-hmm. um, issues, and then I think they I, I think, like I said, the ground is right. Well, and I will say this about the Tea Party: I think the Tea Party got swallowed up by the Republican Party because they wanted to be the Republican Party. They didn't want to be a third party. They wanted to do what they have done, and in it's all about and that money, is though. in fact. You can't play this game without money. And there's that's money real. in the Republican Party. And there's money in the Democratic Party. And that's, that's the thing real. that the Tea Party and that the third parties don't have. They ain't got a cent. They make right. a lot of sense. Um, but th- they don't even get TV time. Nobody cares what they have to say. Everybody thinks they're irrelevant because they have no money. This is all the whole it, the whole game is about money. So and and those old the, the real funders, the I'll drop 20 million, I'll drop 10 minute million. They're not dropping them on individuals. They're dropping right. them on slates because everybody realizes in order to get something passed, you need, um, if I put, you know, Jenny in there as a third party candidate, she can't work with anybody. She so doesn't know need, any, she's not She doesn't have any whips in her pocket. She doesn't she know. Exactly. She has nothing. Okay. Dame day. What do you think yes. it will take to, um, to really get a grassroots third party viable option for us in four years? Well, I did say informed. So I think that that's actually the biggest part of it. Um, I think it was mentioned before that our community just votes democratic period. And so I think that we have to gain the the knowledge to one know that there are other options and that it doesn't just have to be completely bipartisan in that way. Um, and then actually make those steps so some organizations to go with that information. And I think that we might be able to pull it off, but that's it's a lot easier said than done. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what that missing link is because we're definitely becoming more aware and becoming more vocal and becoming just more of it all. But I don't know what that one thing will be to turn that information into action. And that's that's what we got to figure out. Tomorrow. Well, I, I think we have to we have to change. We have to really change how we fund our elections, or else we're not going to change. Mm. Because Preach. the same money is basically funneled into the same stuff. So, if we're really going to blow this shit up, we have to really push at the state level and the federal level that funding levels are capped funding levels are it has to be different we can't continue this nascar election where you know people stand up and you see who their sponsors are we can't have people from Monsanto sitting on the supreme court like it is it is our ethics are so blurred i would say they're almost non-existent they're invisible which is why the third party is so viable because people the natives are restless and they realize that so if you really want to change it's 
I don't even I used to think it was about getting money and be more organized because I went to all those rallies and it was all the, all that organizing here in, in Pennsylvania. But one thing I, I had to sit back from it and say, we have to change the way we fund our election. We have to make a push that all of this 20 million, 20, it, it can't be that. And if it is going to be that, it has to be capped. It has to be like my, it has to be regulated or else it's just, it, it's the only way to turn it upside down. Cause right now we, what we're asking is for change to happen in the middle of the san of the insanity that we think is sanity but it's not That's we right. have basically been on the same track since um since kennedy got shot we've been on the same track it's like the same line you've had some people pop up that have made some radical things but when you look at cabinet members when you look at this if it was really different then everybody in the white house would be different and it's not Everybody well, working in the White House is sometimes are very much the same people from year to year. All right, let's um, we got to wrap this up, but I will say this. Bill Maher said one of the um, most hilarious and true things about this. The third party candidate can't show up every four years like a deadbeat dad at his child's birthday party. Right. Like that can't, <laughs> like you, you have right. to be present. Even if you bring the teddy bear, nobody cares. Exactly. You right. have to be. Right. Ever right. third party candidate um, is thinking about running, trying to build a movement, you actually have to start now and you have to start getting engaged, like Michaela said, at the local level, the state level. Mm -hmm. And you have to be present for people to see. You cannot show up like a deadbeat dad at the 18th birthday party trying to be a father. Like, you have to stop doing that. And trying that's what the president, no. That's so, not you can't start. go from zero to president. This is not how we start this. So, Every year I'm like, who the fuck is this now? So anyway, ladies, <laughs> it was a treat. Hi Groove. Thank high, you. High tea with Carla Stillwell streams Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Episodes are available to download Tuesdays via poppychuloradio.com slash forward slash archives and on iTunes. Please follow Poppy Chulo Radio on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at Poppy Chulo Radio. You can support High Tea and Poppy Chulo Radio by going to GoFundMe.com forward slash Poppy Chulo Radio. And I would like to give my ladies, my lady babies, a chance to give a final sip good night to our listeners. Good night, everybody. Good night. I'm gone. I gotta go watch these debates. Bye, bitches. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and we out. Thank you so much. <laughs>